0: Hey everyone this is Chris and you're listening to One Cross Radio and today we are recording uh, without proper equipment I'm just recording into my headphones uh, with the uh, with a microphone I am on uh, on a patio in the hotel I'm at in Santorini Greece I've been here for the last uh, couple days for a wedding so I am this while we're on hiatus Uh, the wedding was yesterday it was a wonderful amazing ceremony Um, and you could really see the love the bride and the groom had for each other it is overwhelmingly apparent and it was it was wonderful to see it was a great wedding uh, and Santorini has been incredibly scenic Uh, I'm gonna attach attach a picture as the display uh, image for this although the bulk of the episode doesn't have to do with it um it's just so picture uh picturesque here um and yeah i just felt like recording today has been a bit of a rest day it was a uh, the wedding yesterday it went late uh and tomorrow we are leaving for another island uh by ferry for the next couple days uh before heading back to athens and then back to canada um, so we've had a nice, uh, three, four day stretch here, and then in Santorini, and then we leave tomorrow, um, the, the island's been wonderful, the staff of this hotel we're staying at has been absolutely amazing, uh, I will attach the name of the hotel in the description, um, and I'll remind myself to do that, because they've been absolutely wonderful, um, and then the other day, Uh, Jill and I had the chance to go to this amazing restaurant uh, called Kalia, and I kid you not, guys, I've had, I had the best meal I've ever had in my life, Uh, the the service was absolutely amazing, the food was incredible, like, it was, I don't like hummus, I loved the hummus. Uh, I had the best steak I've ever had. It was so good. It actually made me swear. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it was just... It, I know that's weird, but that's how good it was. Um, and I've just been very thankful to have these, uh, these past couple days to rest and relax and uh, get away from things. Uh, I'm recording right now, though, just because anxiety is spiking, uh, because as much as this vacation has been wonderful, um, depression and anxiety just don't go away, uh, because the settings changed. You, you've got a lot more distractions and learning other ways to cope while you're away, but, but they're still there, so right now I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on, I'm gonna record an episode for when we're back from the hiatus, um, and I also I like being real about stuff with mental health just because for so long people have been nervous or afraid to share it or anything like that and my line of work uh, and social work it's been like hey no we should be able to be upfront about this and so I'm practicing what I preach in that regard um and a takeaway from this vacation is needing to unplug and remove yourself uh now you're not going to be able to always fly across the world to do it, so I'm going to be taking stock of things that I can do here and learn it, learn to do it at home. And I would highly recommend all y'all, especially if you're going through rough times, to make sure you're taking those needed breaks and unplugs um, and doing what you what you got to do, because uh, it hasn't been a fun time um, <laughs> for a long time, and. I'll be honest, I was getting really, things were really messing with me before I I left. Um, Now, I'm not going to go into the details as to why, uh, but you'll also, if you know me, you know me, um, and you'll know I have reasons, and what I feel are good ones. Um, And maybe I'll do a short going into it later, but it's just still, seeing the stuff online is still fresh and raw, and I can't. Articulate it in a way where I'm not being that angry, yells at cloud person, uh, and that's counter to what I want to do. Um, but before we left, even stuff like, for example, um, Roe versus Wade being overturned, uh, I wasn't a fan of that. <laughs> um, like I said, I got my reasons. Um, Cliff notes is I'm not. Well, I'm not necessarily in support of abortion, Uh, the statistical fact is that um, making it illegal does not stop it from happening. Okay, I guess I'm getting into it a little bit, uh, but it deserves its own episode, um, or its own short, but when you compare rates in countries where it's illegal to where it's legal, guess what? It's higher where it's illegal. Um, It's... (laughs) I don't understand how removing it is a victory when nobody, when in removing it, you're not addressing so many of the causes the many, many causes that people have identified as to why they've gone through it, such as poverty, lack of sex education, lack uh, lack of access to safe sex materials, uh, cost of living, like so many, many things that they're not addressing. So for me, I've just see it like that was like i yeah i don't like this but this this ain't it homie i don't see this as a victory and i saw way too many and experienced uh some firsthand bad backlash from people within the church who were just like no this is amazing and it's all this and there was a lot of there was a lot of bad stuff it was not a good look i think we can i think there's room for disagreeing whether or not you're celebrating or not um, but the vitriol that I saw and the unchristlike like behavior that I saw was from so many within the church and even other churches uh, was very disheartening and very frustrating and very enraging and then it emboldened others to do things do similar things with other issues so that was, that was very disheartening. And I guess I'm just getting that off my chest now. Um, and like I said, I'll probably do a proper episode. Uh, so it's been nice to be away and in Greece um, and away from things. And I've had to unplug a bit, so that's been, that's been very good. And I'm also aware that a number of you just heard what I said and disagree. I'm, I'm down for a conversation, homies. You know me. I always am, and know that I I don't judge you whether you agree or disagree with me. How you disagree, how you disagree with me, or how you raise it will will play a factor. Um, because when I was getting <laughs> not yelled at, but virtually yelled at, um, even though I'm not expressing anything and I'm pointing, and it's just like, uh, guy. Where's the Christ in your words? Um, in your actions right now. Anyways. Anyways. There was also a lot of good good Christian reactions to it. So I was thankful to see that. But anyways. Um, I did want to try to keep this lighter. Um, because it hasn't been a light time. So I'm sorry that I started light, got heavy. Now I'm trying to get back to light. Um, so <laughs> where I'll focus on that is... On the flight over here it was nine hours uh, so I had time to kill so I watched three movies on the way over one was amazing and it reaffirmed that it was amazing one was bad and I was kind of bummed that it was bad and one was I expected to be awful and it was worse than I thought it would be and it made me soften my stance on the bad movie for a little bit so the three movies that I watched um, were Spider-Man No Way Home and I don't need to go over again why that movie is amazing. It's just utterly fantastic. It held up the second time around. Um, just, just phenomenal. The next movie I watched that was bad, and I was disappointed that it was bad, um, and I'll park here for a bit, was Bond, uh, the, the final Craig Bond film, No Time to Die. Um, I, I, would, I was bummed that it was bad um because i have wanted it to go out on a good note uh the Craig era has been fairly inconsistent casino royale hit was a banger uh quantum of solace was okay skyfall although it seems to be losing some of the love it had for a while it's still to me an awesome flick specter was not that good Um, and a lot of the issues I have with the Craig era and it's an issue that it's a microcosm uh, that other films suffer from um, especially through the character of Blofeld uh, where it was like hey we're supposed to have this connection although this character is just here for the first time um, in this version of the franchise but it's like trying to cash in on like you know who he is because he's been in a bunch of other Bond movies it's like yeah but not in this franchise, and the execution was poor. Um, no offense to Christoph Waltz, who was a good actor in it. Um, and that, coming off of Spectre, you were like, okay, hopefully they'll end it on a good note. Hopefully they'll end it in a good way. And I don't think they did, and now I'm just happy we're getting to a new era of Bond at some point. Um, I'm kind of just happy this one's done. Uh, Craig was, like, his performance was solid throughout the franchise, even if, uh, even if this version of the character and the films weren't necessarily the best. Um, No Time to Die in particular, uh, okay, I'll start with the good. The score was great. The theme was awesome. Um, it was, it's, out of the th- out of the five Craig movies, it's probably my second favorite theme. Uh, nothing can touch Skyfall at me. You're wrong. Um, Adele should basically just record Bond theme, uh, every Bond theme from here on out. Um, <laughs> and Craig was good. The acting was for the most part good. Um, the I can't remember the actress's name, but. She was the main girl from Knives Out, and Craig had so much fun with her in Knives Out that they got her a smaller role in this. And she was such a fresh addition to this franchise, and she was such a, a joyous shot in the arm in the movie. And their dynamic and working together was the best part of the flick. Like, the absolute best part. Um, the action was well choreographed, like, there was some good chase sequences, um... Like, there's nothing wrong with the action. What was wrong, though, was was the story. At points, it got way the heck too cheesy. Um, they an, Another character was brought back. Uh, uh, Felix, he was in... Uh, he's a long-time Bond character. He wasn't in any of the Brosnan ones. Uh, but he was in some of, I believe, the Connery... Um, the Connery ones, I believe... He was in, um, the Moore, uh, one or so of the Moore ones, or maybe he wasn't in Connery and he was in Moore, um, but then he was in the Dalton flicks, um, so it's like this long time character, and he was in Casino Royale, uh, he's the CIA agent, um, and then he was in, uh, and then he was in Quantum, and I guess spoilers, but the movie's been out for quite some time now, so, whatever, um... <laughs> and then so at it, it, like the performer's great he was it was fun to have him back but it was suddenly like hey we're best friends and you're like okay this guy's gonna die um and then also early in the movie there's a line now it ties into an earlier bond movie and the excellent bonzilla podcast was like this line has weight because of where it was used from whereas for me i'm like bond is like to his Uh, to his girlfriend, like, we have all the time in the world. I'm just like, alright, that means one of y'all is dying. Um, (laughs) uh, Spoiler, it's him. That's the whole point of the movie. It's like, Craig's Bond is the Bond that dies. Um, But then they have a falling out, and it was was kind of understandable why it happened. Like, the story-wise, they did a good point with it. It was Blofeld's, like, basically framing her And then because Bond is Captain Trust issues, he didn't believe her when she was like, why would I do this? Um, Anyways. But this, like, they had Felix die. And it was just like, hey, we're going to kill off the legacy character to make you feel something. And it's like, yeah, I, I liked him. But he also has been here for, like, two and a half movies. And he hasn't been here since the second. So this isn't it's not the gut punch you're going for. It's a microcosm of the whole Blofeld thing because the Blofeld uh, Blofeld stuff bothered me a lot in this one because in this one they're really treating him like he's he's Bond's Joker. Like, it was a long, drawn-out scene where he's talking to him in the prison and it it was the idea of almost like the Hannibal Lecter or what Ledger's Joker was going to be if Ledger had lived. Um, And like Blofeld didn't earn in this franchise Blofeld hasn't earned that uh bringing in Spectre because they finally had the rights to it I get it but they were really wanting it to be like in the last movie that it was me it was <laughs> the author of all your pain just really stupid because it undermined a lot of characters <laughs> motivations from the earlier films where it's like hey the guy from Skyfall wouldn't work for Spectre um and then in this, it's like they're treating him as this the biggest bad, and it's like his story wasn't even executed that well in the last one, so I don't buy the importance that you're trying to sell me here in the gravitas, um, and it, it it is what it is. Um, but when they're doing all that, where it's like it's the problem of trying to cash in on legacy, even though they haven't done the work for it in this current franchise, um, and that's my biggest beef with. Them this movie um they also have a guy who played freddie mercury i can't remember his name um remy malik there we go um i think uh as the villain siphon or cipher or something i can't remember and it's a very forgettable character who's not involved much and then you don't really care um like, the movie's too divided, and it tries to go too big to give this amazing end cap, and it's just like, it it doesn't deliver. Uh, and then the ending, in itself, like, uh, Cipher uh, M, in a very stupid move, um, it's like, hey, we're trying to create a thing that will kill particular DNA strands, so then we don't, uh, like, never have any collateral damage, it'll just kill one person. I never thought it could be weaponized into a potential weapon of mass destruction. Adoy. It easily could. Um, we all saw that. It's like, it's not believable that you don't think that when as soon as it's mentioned, everybody in the audience is like, Oh man, this is stupid. This could easily go terrible. Um, so anyways, then um, then Remy Malik's character is a dick. And he, he gets bond with something so then he can never see um, his lady again, who's the daughter of Mr. White from Quantum. Uh, the lady, he, Dr. Swan, he, he left with her in the end of uh, Spectre um, and then turned out they have a daughter and he can never see his daughter again or his wife again so then he like they gotta bomb the island uh that all this stuff is on because if anybody gets it it'll kill millions and one guy was even saying to the new 007 the i can't remember her name but um we'll go with better captain marvel um she he was trying to taunt her like i could wipe out your race like this um and, that's, and her characterization in and of itself is another issue with the movie. She's fine. Her character is fine. There could have been much more to the story. The internet lost its mind originally. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to be... They're replacing Bond with a black woman. It's a black... No, it's not a black James Bond. It's not a black woman playing James Bond. It's a different character and a new 007. And for crit... Like, she's got a chip on her shoulder with Bond coming back. And Bond is uh, for getting involved in this mission. And Bond is just like, look, it's just a number. I don't care. Um, and then they only kind of work together a couple scenes. Uh, they interact more, but there's only a couple scenes where they directly work together. And then she's like, hey, reinstate him as 007. Like, it should be him. That's his designation. And it doesn't have the weight that it should because they haven't... Like, that story was undercooked and there's just too many attempted stories that get undercooked, and then yeah, by the time we get to the end of the movie uh, Swan's realizing he's got the bio stuff in him uh, and the bombs are on the way and she's like, if only we had more time and it's just like, the score is good, but it's just really overly cheesy and the movie just isn't good (laughs) I wanted it to be good, I wanted to enjoy it more, but it it just wasn't good Um, that being said It was a lot better than the movie I watched after that, which was a train wreck that I could not turn away from. And that was... (laughs) Let there be carnage. There's no sugarcoating it. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. I can't recommend it. I can't even recommend it as a bad watch. Uh, It's one of those where I'm like, alright, look, if you... You might need to watch it to see for yourself how bad it is. But as a Venom fan... Even though the last one was upsetting... And I had an idea of what this would be... It was somehow still more upsetting. As a Carnage fan... It was awful. Um, as a comic book movie fan... It was awful. As a fan of Andy Circus, I don't know what happened... And it was disappointing to see that he was the director. <laughs> um, and I don't like being so mean to movies. It's just there's... Uh, with that one, honestly, at the end of it... I'm like... Yeah, sure, Tom Hardy's performance is, is good, but I don't like this characterization of it. I don't like this take on Venom. Woody Harrel, what? And the, Shriek, what? It, it's just a bad movie. So, if you're going to watch any of the three I recommend it, I'd say you can check out Bond, and you might enjoy it more than I do. Um, I would not recommend Let There Be Carnage. I would absolutely recommend watching um, watching no way home again because it's outstanding. And if it's on the plane on my way home, I'm probably gonna watch it again. And if you ever find yourself in Santorini, I'm gonna highly recommend you get a rare steak from the Kalia restaurant. It is amazing. So flavorful. So wonderful. (laughs) alright I'm going to end it there homies I hope you're all being safe I hope you're all having a great day Um, again if you feel free to chat hit me up Um, and like I said uh, earlier with some of the heavy stuff if you disagree with me I'm fine with that I don't think any less of you Uh, I hope you don't think any less of me there's too much jumping to conclusions where it's like you know me so you're going to know my reasonings. And I shared some of it with you. Um, and I'm always down for the conversation, but I'll also just say like, look, if we, if you can't, if we can't have the conversation, if it's, if it's just going to be, you're going to get gurry and yell at me, don't bother. Uh, cause then just don't. <laughs> and I say that to myself as well. If I can't it, it, almost like, Treat treat me how you'd like to be treated. I try to do that with everyone as well. And that's also why I have bit my tongue on a lot of this stuff as it's been really upsetting. Because it's been raw and I'm like, I could fly off. But I know I don't appreciate being flown off on. Um, point blank rudeness really frustrates me. And I, I don't want to be doing that with other people either. So... Anytime you want to have a conversation about anything, whether we agree or disagree, as long as it's civil, I'm down, homies. Alright, anyways, looking forward to coming back with other episodes, later ones. Uh, At some point, I'll be doing that 90s comics with Steve. Um, I will finish Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show, soon, so I'll be doing an episode on that. All that being said, hope you have a wonderful day. Take care. God God bless, my friends. And, uh looking forward to doing some more stuff also um at some point over the next couple months i'm recording an episode on a podcast that i'm a huge fan of it's called the power trip and we'll be talking rpm and i i honestly can't wait (laughs) all right take care my friends god bless peace